and, uh, yeah. felony arrest <laughs> yeah. and journalism. And journalism. You can get yes. both of those. Yes. Do you, you guys motorcycles have, and do motorcycles. You guys have that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. And, Not going to um, talk about I wrote that. to him and said, you know, and he goes, okay, you like drag racing? Go and do a story about drag racing. So I did, and I got paid. I thought, man, this is good. I would have gone anyway. I would have paid to get in, but now I'm getting in for free. I'm getting a press pass. I'm getting on the track, and I'm getting paid for the story. Done. More motivation than anybody needs. There yeah, it is right that's there. all you need. And Absolutely. it's just that one, and it's seeing that opportunity and sort of knowing, yeah, I'm going to go for that. Hey, welcome to Car Guy Confessions, brought to you by ARP. I'm Jeff Smith. This is my car buddy, Cam Benzie, and car builder, Steve Strope, and we're going to tell you the stories. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Car Guy Confessions without Jeff Smith this time. Without But, but Jeff in our Smith. hearts. He's in our hearts. True. Uh, sponsored by ARP. Dear God. Uh, always go to arp-bolts.com. I have myself, Cam Bente, along with our regular, Steve Strope. I'm a regular. He is a regular. <laughs> 42, right? Looks 42 regular? regular? To me. Sure. No, and, and we have Tony Thacker, who is yes. irregular. Yes, hey guys, there you go. Definitely irregular. Absolutely. Tony Thacker is our guest today. Tony's got lots of stories. Wait, I was some gonna confessions. Say, you know, that's, that's not a really great introduction to how super awesome this guy is, <laughs> how long he's that been he around is. in this stuff. Hey, less of the long. Right. I mean, I mean you. You've shown me photographs. This man has cool photographs uh-huh. of him on a chopper. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, actually, okay. f- 50 years ago, riding a chopper. Where, so, where were you riding a chopper? I was in London, South London. Yeah. We had they a, let we, you do that? Yeah. Well, okay. we got they stopped a lot. We got stopped a lot. But yeah, we had a chopper shop in uh, Wimbledon Yeah, when I was a kid. What so else goes on there? Was that pre Bit of or at the same time for with hot riding, or were you in the motorcycles first? Or? Um... Well, my dad said to me, if you, don't get a, if you don't buy a motorcycle when you're 16, which you could in England at the time, he said, I'll buy you a car. So I was smart enough to wait for the car. And as soon as I got the car, I bought a motorcycle. Fair enough. Fair enough. And what was the car? A 1946 Riley. Oh, I shouldn't tell you that. That's my password. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we probably wouldn't have It was something that. else. It was an Austin Mayflower Austin, or something. Yeah, yeah. But no, actually, it was a Riley, 1946. And I, you know... Painted flames on the hood and chrome bits of the engine completely ruined it and sold it. So how'd you paint the flames? What was the, what was the technique? Is there a special technique you used? Uh, aerosol cans, yeah. which you could buy at the model shop. And um, I don't remember how I masked it out, but I remember painting it in the basement of my parents' house when I was 17. The basement? And almost killing them with the fumes of whatever paint we had in those days. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because it went up the chimney into their bedroom. And, you know. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. You're going to fit learn, right, right in. You've got to learn how to do those things. So, right. that, you know. that was shades of your, your uh, carport yeah. Yeah. Uh, in, yeah. uh, in the apartment complex. Sure, right? but before that, when I was home, my, my parents would come go away for, on a vacay, come back, and the lawnmower would be flamed. And, oh, yeah. Everything, and every, everything yeah. was, nothing was off. And when I got into motorcycles, off. my mother would always say, are you cooking motorcycle again? Because I'd you know, heat the crankcases up in the oven and drop the bearings out and <laughs> things like that. But better as a kid, when I was making models... We would get um, lead. My dad was in the construction business, so he would steal the lead from the building sites, bring it home for me, and I would boil it up in a saucepan, which we would eat peas out of or something, and then <laughs> cast little engines to make little dragsters. Yeah. See, so you know all what? that rubbish about lead poisoning, it's not true. I was going to say, about it. He's, weird he's, about me. everybody watching, he's still alive <laughs> and just still fine. Alive. No. Nothing wrong with lead poisoning. Yeah, nothing. Mm. It's like an apple a day. Yeah, there you go. A little more oxymoron. Nothing wrong with lead poisoning. Everybody in England had a little asbestos in their lives. It's good for what ails you. It's on the shed roof, on the toilet roof. Everybody had asbestos. So, so in terms of our interest, I mean, we built models as kids. Mm -hmm. Sure. What what kind of model? Absolutely. Same same thing. Aeroplanes, and then probably in about sixty. I was going to say, when was that? When, I had a paper out, and I delivered Hot Rod Magazine on my paper out in 62. Oh, so cool. So about the same time, I bought the model of the Devil Deuce. Remember the Devil Deuce? Yep, I know exactly what you're talking about. It was a roadster in the, on the model, monogram model, but in real life it was a coupe. But everybody bought that little car because they had that little devil on the grill. Yep. And then we'd, same as you guys, we'd buy those and then cut them up and make other models out of them sure. and mix and match all the bits. We called that kit bashing. Yeah. Oh, you did bet. you? Oh, no, we didn't have that. We see, the, the language is different. We've got a very colorful language in England, but we never what? have those cool so words like up. that. For, <laughs> yes. We never have those cool words. We didn't have kit bashing. Hmm. We didn't even know what it was called. We just glued shit together. That's it. 
Yeah. Well, very fun. Yeah, cool. and then aeroplanes out of the window. You know, yep. set fire to them, throw them out the bedroom window. <laughs> that's right. That's how you <laughs> learn about flaming. So you learn about that's flying, right. <laughs> or not, flaming. or lack of flying. Yeah, get the licks just right. You know, More like crash landing. Exactly. What you learned yeah, about. But England was a very great place back in the late fifties, early sixties. You know, I think we still had rationing when I was a kid, and uh, yeah, everything was grey. The people were grey. The sky was grey. The cars were grey. It was just miserable. Grey. Great. And when did it lighten up? The Beatles. <laughs> uh, the Beatles. The Beatles show. Yeah. Once. Once. Really. Yeah. Once. I mean, the all music, joking aside. All really. joking aside. When the music came, and when they, um, you know, became hippies and all that kind of stuff, somebody turned the color on. Really. Yeah. Really. I mean, it's it's quite memorable when all of that happened in really? our lives. You in know, England. I had, I had never heard to it. Me, I never thought I've about never it. heard it referred yeah. to no. like that. Never of, thought about it until you asked the question. All this was like this. Yeah. And then when the Beatles came, it changed. It changed totally. Yeah, because we were Elvis, Roy Orbison. Or I think Roy Orbison lived in England a long time then when mm -hmm. he was kind of out of America. So, yeah, when that music came, life changed. And we got, you know, we got clubs, nightclubs, which we didn't have up until that point. People started going to nightclubs, started taking drugs. I mean, all of that culture. And we would get on the train on Saturdays and go up to Carnaby Street and buy clothes where everybody else hung yeah, out. Yeah, so, yeah, it kick-started a whole bunch kick of other It kick-started lifestyles. Yeah, it was a mega, mega revolution. Really? And, and to look back now, you've got to think, well, was it a good thing or a bad thing? But it happened anyway. So, you know, it was like, you know, putting our... Fingers up to our parents and saying, we're not going to dress like you did. We're not going to do what you did. We're going to go out. And, and, and what you're talking about was not outrageous. too long after the war, too. Oh, right? no, so no, you were still no, in repair, yeah. Oh, yeah. rebuild mode. Yeah. So we're talking about yeah. within 20 years. I'm pretty years. sure yeah. when I got the, f yeah, about that time, we were still on some kind of rationing, whether it was petrol rationing or food rationing. Really? But there was some kind of rationing. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're still on food rationing. I think we're still last, up. Last we are time, now. Yeah. Last time I went yeah. to an English restaurant, <laughs> yeah. they should be on rationing. <laughs> been should be, been yes. to England lately? No, no. Most yes, thing I remember is uh, hamburgers in, in cans. When we, we had hamburgers and they came cans? in a can of brine. They were tinned. Tinned yeah. hamburgers in a can of brine and sloshing around in there like, I don't know. Makes spam sound good, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Oh, boy. But, uh, but for all that, you know, it was still a... Um, but what was cool about it was that it was revolutionary. You know, I mean, life was so different. It was like, you know, getting up and it was like another world. So it was incredible. Yeah. But awesome. it wasn't California. It was still England. It was still wet and cold and rainy and miserable and gloomy and foggy and damp. Well, it had to be fun to watch the, the renaissance of uh, England and, and live through that. I mean, yeah, that, was, yeah. that was your era. Yeah, and, and, you know, drag racing came in 63. Uh, the Is Moon that, Eyes dragster came to England. That was the first dragster that ever when came did to Santa England. When did Santa open? Yeah. 66. Oh, so I was, it's been I was around there. that long? Yeah, I was there in April 66. Cold, wet, miserable, gray, gloomy, foggy, damp. It was England. You have a reoccurring But, yeah, Moon Eyes came yes. and yeah. what's his name? Uh, Mickey Thompson came. <laughs> Mickey, Mickey Thompson came. Mickey Thompson, okay. Yeah, good. and they raced those dragsters uh, at a place called the Brighton Speed Trials, which I think is one of the oldest motorsports events in the world. It still goes on. Wow. And um, yeah, and the RAC, which you know is the Royal Automobile Club, they're in charge of racing in England. They wouldn't, they weren't going to allow the cars to race because they were covered in decals. And they said, you can't race with those decals. We don't allow that in Formula One. And they said, well, if you don't race, we're going home. So they changed the rule. So that rule changed. As a result of American dragsters coming to really? England, yeah, that's of the, how we because got, of the sponsorship. Because of the sponsorship, wow, yeah. the they had to allow money. it. Yeah. The contingency yeah. money. How yeah. cool is that? So it was massive go. revolutions in everything, you know, whether it was music, cars, drugs. I mean, all, all of wow. those things just came. Big time deal. Yeah. When did you come to the U.S.? First time was in '73. I was okay. writing for uh, Big Bike magazine, and the editor was a guy called Chris Bunch, and uh, he invited me over. And uh, where were we, they located? Encino, I think it was. Oh, so it they was, were Southern California. Oh, here yeah, so okay. Southern California. Yeah, okay. yeah okay. he was an ex-Vietnam veteran. Um, so that would have been 73. We had Chopper yeah. Shop at the time, the one in Wimbledon. And I did some stories for Big Bike. Thought, why not? You know, I can do that. What constitutes a Big Bike? Um, well, anything. Probably Harleys? Or, yeah, they were Harleys sorry, So you're talking about the big CC. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So right. we came over and we rode choppers all the way to Oregon. <laughs> but it was painful, painful as heck because they had no <laughs> suspension. But oh. it was incredible. You yeah. know, it was amazing. But at the same time, we experienced that sort of easy rider phenomena where we were somewhere way north of San Francisco in that, you know, area up there where you don't really go anymore. Yeah. And we went to a restaurant 
And as we all walked in, and we're all long hair, a bit like Steve, you know, we had long hair, it was 73. He has this problem daily. You know, so and okay. we had the Gary Glitter boots and all <laughs> that stuff. And the whole restaurant just went quiet. Wow. Just everybody looked at us because they didn't look like us. Wow. And so my buddy Chris said, let's eat, let's go, and let's ride as far as we can ride tonight. Right. And we did. We rode, you know, 100 miles away from that town because he was scared that they were going to come and beat us up or shoot us or yeah. whatever. Mob. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you so, go. But it was, you know, again, that was... A, this is in the early 70s still. 73, uh-huh. that was. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So it was very much easy rider at that time. And, mm-hmm. you know, we were all long-haired kids and uh, having a good time. Well, there you go. So at that point, you were already doing journalism. You are already writing, yeah, doing I stories, Yeah, I just started, right? yeah. My, uh, okay, so how did that start? Did that start That start in England when you were yeah, at the chopper shop? Started in England. Not really with the chopper shop. No, I was, um, was an electronics engineer, and I hated it. Just hated it, hated it. And um, I worked with this old boy who was argumentative. He'd say, this is white. This table is white. And you'd say, it's black. He goes, it's white. And, you, you know, he would just argue all night. And I got a copy of this magazine. My buddy's motorcycle was in it. And it wasn't a very good story. And I was smart enough to understand what was wrong with the story. And he said, write to the editor. You know, you write the story. And I thought, can you do that? And he goes, yeah, of course you can. So I wrote to the editor, and I still have the response. Really? Which, yes. I found when it the other that? day. When was that? That would have been 72. Okay. okay. 72. It was a guy called... This was wasn't Chris Mark Bush. Williams. No, it was a guy called Mark Williams, Mark Williams. Okay. who went to jail a few times. But he was a very smart magazine publisher, published Bike Magazine. It's good to have those two things going for you, you know? <laughs> good things going. <laughs> felony, and, uh, yeah. felony arrest and, yeah. and journalism. And journalism. You can get yes. both of those. Yes. Do you, you guys motorcycles that? And do motorcycles. Do you guys have that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm, and, not going to um, talk about I wrote to him and said, you know, and he goes, okay, you like drag racing? Go and do a story about drag racing. So I did. And I got paid. I thought, man, this is good. I would have gone anyway. I would have paid to get in, but now I'm getting in for free. I'm getting a press pass. I'm getting on the track, and I'm getting paid for the story. Done. More motivation than anybody needs. There yeah, it is, right that's there. all you need. And Absolutely. it's just that one. And it's seeing that opportunity and sort of knowing, yeah, I'm going to go for that. Hey, we'd like to thank our sponsor, ARP-Bolts.com. we got a fantastic little backdrop here. They make it an outstanding series of bolts, almost anything you would need for engines, chassis, things like that. In fact, we were at lunch today, and a guy asked you about the, the, the bolt on the back of your shirt, and, it was, and, it was really, and I said, well, it's really about a head bolt. They neck the, 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 the stem down of the bolt on a short small block Chevy head bolt, so the clamp load is even across three different head bolt lengths on a small block Chevy. And, uh, you know, so that, that's the kind of technology that you get out of sure. ARP. And uh, we, we've all got stories on all that right. stuff. Well, but, for a uh, translation of what he said, call ARPBolts.com. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the message is that you can't get any better than that. No, you so cannot. There nope. you go. Nope. Excellent. And then just check them out at ARP-Bolts.com. We'd like to thank our friends at InTheGarageMedia.com. They have three fantastic magazines. They've got Classic Truck Performance. They have Modern Rotting and my favorite, All Chevy Performance, with Nick, my buddy Nick, oh, you're the so editor. Biased. So Correct. yes, of course. Yes. But uh, they're doing print media, which yes. is, uh, of course, our favorite. So in uh, color magazine. and everything. In color and everything, yes. and and you can get your your car on the cover of one of those books, right. which is right. a fun no, that's deal. A lot. Great yeah. tech. You Great tech. By you no, not always written by me, but yeah. People. Yeah. Not yeah. always written by me. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Just so pick it up and read it. at yes. InTheGarageMedia.com, and uh, they're our friends, and uh, they will thank you. Then the magazine came out, and the pictures were terrible because he sent some student along with me to take the photographs. And, you know, drag racing is quite hard to photograph, isn't mm-hmm. it? It's very quick action, so all the pictures were out of focus, blurry. Mm. And uh, <laughs> I said to my dad, oh, these pictures are terrible. I was still living at home, as all kids in England did, still do. And uh, he said, well, I'll buy you a camera. He said, you can take bad pictures as good as anybody. So he bought me a camera. There's nice. some working logic right there. Yeah. So. And, um, what, kind of, what kind of camera did you get? It was a Russian, Zenit. Yeah. I think it was a spy because it would always turn around and take a picture of you. But no, no, just kidding. But yeah, so I learned. Nice. You know, and, I, and luckily I did so have So now you're knack. writing and shooting. Right. Yes. Now I'm writing and shooting. And um, I had a knack for seeing the story. And I think that was very lucky that I could see something and go, okay, there's the story. I, I get which part of it is interesting to people. Hmm. And then he sent me off. He said, oh, do a story about custom painting. And my buddy owned the number one custom paint shop in England, a place called Mech Spray. And yep. so I did a story on that and got paid and thought, gee, this is this is What great. magazine was this? Is that this was Big Bike? Bike magazine. It's oh, called oh, Bike. Still bike. published. Okay. Yeah. Yep. But they, they were cool with drag racing or did you shoot Oh, well, it was a general bike magazine, you know, um, 
just just covered the motorcycle scene. Okay. So they were open to sort of stories about anything, really. Right. And then, um, you know, I came to America, did stories about coming to America. They sold well. So uh, it was just... And I was getting paid. It was, you know, it was great. How sure. awesome is that? Yeah, it was but, good. But so you actually were, you were educated as, did you say a mechanical engineer? Yeah, I was an engineer. Yeah, I hated engineer. it. Just hated it. Yeah, I just didn't, I couldn't stand it. Yeah, wow. And, uh, and, and I wasn't a particularly good writer. I'm still not really. I can't spell. Still, even with spell check, I can't spell. Can't punctuate at all. I have no idea where the comma goes at all. That's <laughs> Right so, there. You know, you just Random, get a, Random is always It's good. like yeah, salt pepper. You, know, you put the pepper on the page, That's blow right. it off, and what commas are left? Are the left. pepper. Yeah, can, That's you, what you do. You can usually put a little white out exactly. over the ones yeah, you Exactly, yeah. Well, we had white so out back go. then, yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, my dad bought me a little typewriter. I had a little you know, imperial yeah. carry-all typewriter. And just, How fun is that? Yeah, it was great. I mean, I just absolutely loved That's it. Awesome. And I must admit, it's been, it's not been a hugely financially profitable life, but it's been an incredible life. Because you get, as you know, you get right. to go inside sure. all sorts of places. Right. You know, sure. Whether it's Goodwood, whether it's Le Mans, whatever yeah. it is. I just got invited to Brazil. I wrote a story about Troy Ladd. Mentioned a guy who works for Troy Ladd who comes from Brazil. Next minute, I get a call from Troy. He goes, you want to go to Brazil? I said, sure. He said, let's go. So we went to Brazil and did a story on their big custom show, which is mega, huge. Bigger nice. than the Grand National Roadster Show. 35,000 really? people in two days. Wow. Absolutely stunning. Really incredible. Well, how fun Bit is of that? a mixed up scene. But again, those things happen right. to you because, you know, they all you're riding. And I always, that? yeah. <laughs> they all run on ethanol? They run on ethanol, yeah. yeah. They have a massive scene down there. It's incredible. Well, that's awesome. Incredibly big. Yeah, it was good. So, so I have no complaints. So going back to <clears throat> now you're uh, taking photographs and writing, is this still a part-time? Yeah, it was part-time at the time. Yeah. When, still, when did it swing to full-time? Um... And well, I was looking for England a job. There were only two, yeah, I was still in England, and there were only two magazines. There was Bike and Custom Car. And as you know, magazines have a staff of three, typically an editor and, and a technical editor and another guy. So finding a job, you're waiting for somebody to die mm. to get okay. a job. And there's a young guy, so they're not going to die. So it took a, it took a, a couple of years to find a job. Right. And, um, but in that meantime, I'd built up a lot of uh, contacts because, as you know, it's all about who you know, not sure. what you know. Right. And eventually I got a job on a magazine called Hot Car, which was not my sure. favorite magazine. Sure. Right. But well it was known. a job. It was well a well-known magazine sure. and it was a job. And, but within nine months, I'd been offered a job on a new magazine and um, I took it and never really looked And what back. was that? That was called Hot Rod and Custom. So it was like a, a knockoff of Hot Rod and Rod and Custom joined together in England. Nice. Yeah. But it was okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Sounds it was like good. And I worked there for eight years, I think. Yeah. Oh. And got to do everything. That's a while. Yeah. That's a while. Crashed a DeLorean on test, went to Ferrari. I mean, did all sorts of Cool Always things. good. You know, Always collection. Good. Yeah. You check yeah. that box and you're all good. Yeah. Absolutely. We had uh, back in those days we had a switchboard, you know, with cable and plugs right. that you poked in. And this old lady worked the switchboard and her name was Kay. And we were always joking with Kay. And somehow we mentioned a red car one day. You know, our car's not in the parking lot, test cars, you know. So she said, My sister works at Ferrari. And we go, Oh, really? No, it's really. So I'm telling somebody else. And he says, does she really work at Ferrari? Ask her, then we can go. Because you couldn't, back then, you couldn't get into Ferrari. Right, they wouldn't give right. you tours, you know? Right. So I go to Kay, does your sister really work at Ferrari? And she said, yeah, and she's somebody important, secretary. I'll call her for you. So we called her, and it was a lady called Brenda Werner. And she was old man Ferrari. She was Enzo's, Enzo's. She was wow. Enzo's secretary. Wow. And she'd gone out there to marry a racing driver, Mike Parks. And he got killed. And she was a school teacher, and she went to work for uh, Enzo, wow. and then she became Piero's secretary. Oh, and so I would take nice. her down biscuits and English tea, and we'd get the tour. It wow. was great. How cool was that? Yeah, it was great. At a time when that really wasn't you couldn't open. get in. You couldn't no. get in, and she would give us the tour. You know, it was right. great. I was showing Tony some photos that my father took in 1954. Oh, yeah, just incredible. He, he was he was in the service in uh, U.S. Army in, stationed in England, and I have all these photos. I'll, I'll put some of them up on the deal, but. But he was able to walk everywhere. Yeah. I mean, the, the pictures are on the, the test track that is no mm -hmm. longer used yeah. inside the, the shed with the cars being, you know, all taken apart, the, Indy, the, the Formula One cars. Yeah. So there was a lot of access back in that day. So I'm sure that yeah. – and, and mm. you had the journalism, you know, the past that got you in. Of a, yeah. And, and, yeah. and those, those things are really awesome. But I, I was there – not to wave that. I was there this past year. And uh, – 
they will put you on a bus. So you can go to, the, mm-hmm. go to the factory. They will put you in a bus, and you can look out the windows. Yeah. And that's about as close yeah. as you get to yeah. actually seeing uh, the factory. Yeah. But the museums and such <coughs> are spectacular. Yeah. They're really, really beautifully done. And they're very inviting. Nice, nice, yeah. nice folks. I remember one time a friend of mine called up and said, uh, hey, I'm going down to Ferrari with a group of Ferrari owners. You want to come? I said, sure. So we meet at Gatwick Airport, and there's all these... We have a word in England called tossers, and it's just like <laughs> wannabe guys. And they're all in their Ferrari jackets and their Ferrari hats yeah. and yeah. their Ferrari everything. And they're sitting here, and here's the V12 at Monza in 1957. <laughs> you know? And it turned out not one of them owned a Ferrari. It was of a club course. for people who didn't have Ferraris. Of it course. was so embarrassing. I you know, I'd never go again. I said, don't you ever invite me again. I'm not going. It was awful. <laughs> Absolutely awful. There's a little wet spot on the ground all the time. Oh, a yeah, lot of wet a, spots. Okay. Yeah, they were just, and they also, they were a member of a club of people who loved American trucks but didn't own an American truck either. They're just wankers. Uh, no, that's not you. Sorry. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so I'm pointing to Marcel. Marcel has plenty of trucks. Absolutely. He has yeah, trucks. So when did when did the move from England over to America happen? Now you had already been over here doing stories. Right, I pretty much came out. Yeah, I pretty much came every year or every other year for a vacation um, because if you're into that American scene, you know this is paradise. I mean, this is where it all happens. Yeah, especially SoCal. Yeah, and and coming as an English guy, you know the door opens easily and everybody sort of talks to you and says, hey, yeah, come on in, we'll show you this and. Take you and we did Bonneville. We did all sorts of things. I went to Bonneville in '75 on my honeymoon, so I did lots of things. So it made really good sense to try and come and live here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my first wife, bless her, she she, she had went, a big. She went to Bonneville with you. She went to Bonneville. Yeah, that's why. That's why we're not married that's anymore. Right. Yeah, she's the one that has all the big uh, burn yeah. marks on the under, yeah, underside exactly. of her chin. But yeah. she was a good girl. She'd ride motorcycles <laughs> and you know race cars and things. She was oh, a good cool. lady. Yeah, and we're still good friends. Nice. But she had a tight family in England. She didn't want to live here, yeah. and so we got to that point where in 1988, I said, you know what, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna move to California, and so I just got on a plane. And came here, which is you know quite scary at the time. Even at that age, it was uh, quite frightening. I bet. And uh, but luckily, I knew um, the hot rod builders, Pete and Jake, and they were really uh, good friends of mine. Mr. Chaporis. Mr. Chaporis, <laughs> you know, who was a great mentor and a good friend to me. And he was working. And again, this is how sort of luck just works. I didn't know what I was going to do for a job. I had no idea. And uh, he said, "Oh, um, come down to Seymour on Tuesday, and we'll have lunch and start networking." I thought, networking mean? I didn't know what that meant. I had no idea what networking meant, but I got to learn what networking meant because I went to SEMA and had lunch with him and Dick Wells and Dick said, we're going to launch a magazine. Do you want to be editor? I said, I don't have a green card. He said, we'll take care of it. Don't worry. Which and magazine I, was that? Well, that, what became SEMA News. Oh, yeah. Go. Yeah. There really? was there was a SEMA News. <clears throat> it was like a little pamphlet at the time and right. we made a magazine and again, out of it. this is late 80s? Yeah, 80, 88. Okay. Summer of 88. Yeah, wow. and I got I got to understand what networking meant, man. I mean, you know, everybody from uh, I think George Bush to Billy Gibbons, you know, SEMA introduces you to everyone. You know yes. what the SEMA show is yeah. about? Sure, I ran yeah. that, I ran that magazine for a couple of years too. Oh yeah, you did, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. For yeah. A few yeah. Years, yeah. we so. bounced backwards and forwards over yeah. each other's. We what a great indeed. opportunity to to meet like everybody, in everybody the, in the performance yeah. industry. It doesn't yeah. matter if yeah. it was tires yeah. or camshafts or exactly. They're all yeah. there under the roof of SEMA. But there is a lot to learn because in England we're kind of brutally honest, as I am with you sometimes yes. you know where we say things that we shouldn't say and yep. i mean i fell out with boyd coddington several times well i'll tell you what <laughs> i know a minor version of that because when you're a new yorker who right. comes to california because california is real yeah you know they don't want to yep. ruffle any feathers and i come walking in with my big mouth yep. so yeah i know exactly what and you're I had talking a big mouth, about you know, and i'd open it and you'd learn not to do that yeah you know? <laughs> yep, 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 well sometimes be, it, it's advantageous to sometimes, I mean, sometimes it is. You cut, it's good to be it, honest it, and it cuts through the Crap. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you're all yeah. of a sudden yeah. you're dealing with yeah. the actual facts yeah. as opposed to saying, well, oh, you know, I'd pay I don't money to, to watch up. Boyd lose his shit. Oh, out man. Of you. I did one story <laughs> once and I said that Billet was dead. And he called oh, me. Oh, up. my God. And he screamed at me. And we were quite good friends. You know, we knew each other re- you know, sociably. We'd go and have dinner yeah. and lunch and that, you know. He screamed at me. He goes, it might be dead, but I've got warehouses full of billet wheels. So don't you tell anybody it's dead. Don't kill know? him. Yes. Exactly. I did that three times with Boyd. Uh, it was funny. But, and, and, and you know what, 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 I, what I have learned to admit is I was wrong. Billy isn't dead. And I, it's just know, taken a different It's a different taken a different form. path. It looks, yeah, it yes, looks it differently. It's, but it's, look how it's revolutionized the car, custom car building with you know, custom dashes. And sure. It's not just wheels. It's right. all sorts of billet things. So I, was, I was completely wrong. 
Exactly. And I think that's a good thing to learn when you're growing up, which our kids don't necessarily learn to be wrong and to apologize for it. Sure. Yeah. Or even even if it wasn't meant well, in yeah. anger and you're ju- you just come yeah. to the conclusion yourself of, hey, I spoke a little too soon. Yeah, uh, exactly. Or, yeah. It, yeah. you know what, I, I will defend you, though, the billety street rod thing right. was ebbing away. That's right. And, and I was now focused billet on that. aluminum was being used as, yeah. a, as a tasteful component tree. Yeah. And not to look like a chunky thing of aluminum. Yes, so exactly. you yeah, were still right. observing it. You yeah, were observing right. the yeah. evolution. And maybe my my focus was a little narrow, and I wasn't maybe right. the big. Picture. But you still saw yeah. what you saw. Yeah, you saw yeah. it ebbing. Yeah. And for perspective, just for the folks who don't know What's Boyd Connington, because Bob, Boyd Connington's <laughs> been gone a long time. Oh now. yeah. At, at yeah. that so point, everybody Boyd, Boyd held court. He yeah. was he was yeah. king. Yeah. And there wasn't a lot of other. And also, because I've talked with people at talk to me about my shop and stuff. I'm like, right. back when I was idolizing Boyd and, and uh, Chaporis, yep. and John. There, there's like, John. there's yep. those two, Little John, they're um, under, not as well known, but Magoo. Yep. There'd be Lobeck, yes. Brizio, yeah. Fat Jack, Fat mm-hmm. Jack, yep. Posies. Posies, yeah. Yes. Yep. Right? There wasn't, Absolutely. there was no TV shows with 500 no, wannabes no. that are all, yeah. You know, got a some millionaire backing them so they can all be on a TV show. You bet. Did I say that with anger? <laughs> um, but there was it. There was a handful of builders, handful of and builders. because yeah. they turned out the product, the magazine showed everything mm-hmm. they were doing. So every year, Boyd had a new car that just yeah flew Blue over to everybody. Yeah. Absolutely killed it. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And then there was a, there was a younger group coming up, which was of course at Rad Rides. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Troy, Troy just Trapen. Troy yeah. just sure. Man, did he did he come in and just yeah, show yes. people? And then Jesse Greening, mm-hmm. you know, there was this yep. next gen. But back in the day of what we're talking about, Boyd Coddington was oh yeah, he was king, and yeah. he was definitely really was. like more. And, and I'm a huge Fat Jack fan, but he was way more polished than Fat Jack. No, no yeah. pun intended. <laughs> um, he had a big professional company, yes, and, you know, all yes, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I remember going to uh, going with Boyd and Chip Foose to Mercedes to pitch a big car. I think it was called the Berlin. It's a big custom. And we go down to the Mercedes studio in Orange County and they're all in their boss suits and just, you know, big corporate sure. guys. And Boyd's in his um, Hawaiian, Hawaiian shirt. shirt. I think Chip and I are just dressed normally. And Boyd was a bit goofy and he wasn't very articulate, but he was a super nice guy, don't get me wrong. But he wasn't was a he bit a little secular. socially awkward? Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah could. he was. He could be. Yeah. Sure. But I tell you what, he walked in that room and he had those guys like a magician. I mean, every eye was on him. They listened to every word he said and he got the spiel out. We didn't get the job in the end, but that was just a different thing. But it was magic to watch him perform like that. And mm-hmm. you think, oh boy, wish I could. Because I was a very shy kid, you know, I was an only child. So coming here, it was very difficult for me to go up and speak to people at the SEMA show. I'd go and walk the floor when I worked there and think, I'll talk to them this afternoon. Oh, I'll talk to them tomorrow. Mm. And the week would be over and I hadn't talked to them. <laughs> did, you, did you have an English to English dickish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. English still need to that. English. <laughs> Just to make sure all those And terms. that got me into trouble because I wrote yeah. about dumpy little wheels and all sorts of other things yeah. that were English and weren't acceptable in America. Again, but, more but, apologies. But honestly, that's <laughs> a colorful way to refer to the stuff because you, you have a perspective, you have an opinion. Your opinion is based on education yeah. and time. So... Fine. Yeah. You know, you can say whatever you want, especially since you can yeah, back it up. Didn't do me any harm. No, it doesn't do you any any harm at all. So uh, So now we're writing for the SEMA. Yeah, magazine. writing for SEMA and still writing for other people and, and writing books. So still freelance? Still freelance on the side, yeah, because you know it's a, how many issues a year for the SEMA? Is that twelve? 12? It was twelve. Oh, it was yeah, yeah, it was a monthly. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure it was a monthly right. magazine. Yeah. It sure was. Yeah. And how long was that? How long did I work there? Yeah. Um, I think nine years, nine and a half oh, years. Oh, okay. You yeah, were there 88 till 95 you were, you or 96. Three yeah. months. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And, uh, and it was good. It, it kind of, you know, in that way revolutionized that part of the business because I built, no, I don't even have to say this because it sounds goofy, but I built the first project car for SEMA. They didn't have project cars. Which was what? It was a white uh, GMC pickup truck that Michael Coates gave me and then we okay. put they had like sure. graphic diamonds yeah, and yeah, things yeah. all over it It was sure. the first project car ever built for SEMA nice really yeah there you go. really how fun is that yeah I've never really told anybody because I didn't think right. about it but uh, yeah, there weren't there. any I'm assuming that. you have 
photographs. I do have truck. photographs of that truck. Well, so we'll we will be police, we will be putting that up oh, for I'll your go, visual pleasure. Yeah. I want to see that. When were you there then? What years did you go to SEMA? I was there 2001, 2003, oh, and then okay. I went to work for uh, competition camps. Oh, okay. So okay. that's yeah. when that yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, transition all yeah. happened. I wasn't there too But it was long. an incredible to be in the middle of yes. SEMA. You it know, was. Especially when the industry was booming and changing. I mean, when I went there, it was a little trade show in the Rotunda or whatever it was in right. Las Vegas. Sure. And Las Vegas was not like Las Vegas yeah, is sure. nowadays. No, yeah. You know, it was a very little trade show. I mean, it was biggish, but a little trade show. Yeah, now, it's, it, I mean, it's, it's, it's not the giant stagger. monster yeah. it is now. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm not I sure that's better, but yeah, I know. I'm not sure. It is what better. it is. You I know, went to my so. first tr uh, SEMA show in 1980, and oh, it was wow. not... Yeah, you know, I don't even think it filled Tiny. one, yeah. one, uh, one of the halls, and now Tiny it fills show. Yeah, half the city. Plus, you can yeah. go over to the, yeah. a, you know, the, the AI show over at Sands and yeah. all the other stuff that goes on, which is incredible. That's right. So, what are you doing now? And I, there, there's oh, something wait, that no, you I need evolution. Oh, no, more, I need evolution under the table. Wow. Okay. Nice. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, we'll go back. Okay. And puppets. That's right. So, so oh. after SEMA, SEMA so news, after, where'd yeah, you go? So after, um, yeah, I, I kind of worked myself out of a job there. I must admit, it was a really bad mistake. I was um, dealing with the OEs. Uh, dealing with Chevy and Ford, I'd come off the magazine and just had that job of liaising with all of those companies. And I was 40. And I thought, I can't do this for 25 years. Just keep stroking these guys in Detroit. Right, as right. much as some of them were great friends, like right. we were just talking about Herb uh, yeah. Fischel. Mm -hmm. Herb was a great mentor to me when he was at Chev head of Chevrolet. But I just couldn't see doing that all the time. And I said to Chuck uh, Blum, who was the president of the yeah, at the time, I said, guy. Chuck, you know, I, I just can't do this anymore. I got to go. And I actually left and went to work for Boyd. And I worked with, I worked in the office with Chip Foose. I did the marketing and the, and the OE relations because Boyd at the time was doing a lot of OE work. Yeah, you know, yeah, the Aluma Coupe and he yeah, was getting Aluma engines with Chevrolet Bichy. and things yep. like that. I think the so, Aluma Coupe is in the basement. By the way, I we're at the is. Peterson Museum here. Yeah. Yeah. No, we didn't no, even Peterson mention that. Museum. And that yep. is I'm a sorry. shame. Yeah. Yeah. should have done that. But anyway, well, let's it's go a shame back that to the beginning. And you go back. That's right. And say, we're here at the Peterson Museum. And Jeff Smith still isn't here. He's not. He's not. But the Aluma Coupe, I guarantee you is in the basement right yeah now. i'm sure it is yeah it was can one of the it? Can yeah you, you can feel it down there can you yeah. feel, and is it, it on fire know, it's not on fire no, no, no flames no. but when you okay. look back at that car it was an incredible you know um, yes. thing from outer well, space well, well like was. i was saying every year boyd would come out with something, something. and yeah. it was polarizing yeah absolutely. because there were lots of people having a having a hemorrhage and it was yeah. mid-engine and it was a mitsubishi four-cylinder but Right. That thing, it was undeniable. Yeah. It built from nothing. Yeah. You know, they, from the right. ground up. With and you could, some people would argue that they didn't want to be on the map, but Boyd certainly changed the hot rod world with the cover of Smithsonian Magazine, the oh, cover yeah. of USA Today, the cover of everything. Yes. Yeah. So you could say he made this industry acceptable and known by a lot of people yep. that would never have known about right. it. Him, him and yeah. because of MTV, Billy yeah. Gibbons MTV, with the Illuminator Coupe. Sure. Yep. That, yep. that car yep. alone yep. did yep. so much for the yep. hot rod, street rod industry, yep. which was kind of mildly lulled at that time. Because that was, was 84 80, or so. 82, 82 when it first came out. And yeah. so there, yeah. was, there was no bright red 33s no. going out to hundreds of millions no, of homes no. except for Billy's. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it changed the world from that point of view and helped yeah. build an industry. You know, put a lot of people to work, made a yep. lot of parts. And then yeah. swing right back to Boyd's. Then the my, my – uh, God's going. honest truth. <laughs> going? Going? My favorite car on this planet is Cadzilla. Oh, yeah, of course. I love That's that car. Yeah. Larry Erickson is a genius. Boyd's yep. were unbelievable. Everybody – Craig Naff did the body Craig work. Craig Naff did the right? body work. Just yep. the, and it's, it's here, <clears> too. And it's here in the Peterson. <clears throat> that is, our, for me, yeah, my me too. favorite I'm, car that crawls this planet. Yeah, I'm right there with you. There Just you there effortlessly a, cool as yeah. shit. <laughs> so you're saying that's here too? It's here too, yeah. yeah, yeah I didn't yeah, even know. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love that car. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. They changed the day. And yeah. But, and again, and Boyd, it's a milestone. You could put it up. And, you know, it's, and it drove cross country. It drove Rob Kinnan and, yep. um, oh, please forgive me for Steve forgetting. Anderson. Anderson. Yep. Got to drive the damn thing cross country. Yep. Absolutely. Proving it. Yeah. Yep. Right? And that was 89 that came out. So you could look at that and say, God, that's still... Yeah. Oh, way relevant. Car way relevant. Of all time. Still, still, still a beautifully penned car. Yep. And yep. does the deal. It drives, it drives. goes, it works, yep. it does everything it's supposed yep. to. Yep. So Except boy, when we took it to Goodwood, it wouldn't start. Uh, no, it's just that. a Cadillac <laughs> It's just a Cadillac. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a, has it got a Cadillac? Yeah, it's got a yeah. big Cadillac. Yeah, yeah it's got a Cadillac, yeah. uh, like yeah. a 472 or 500. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Nothing yeah. exotic, yeah. nothing crazy. Yeah.
So we'd like to thank our sponsor, ARP and ARP-Bolts.com. And, uh, I mean, we all three build cars. We all work yeah. on this stuff. And I, I tinker. Mean, you tinker. I we, tinker. Yes, we all build. Yeah, and, and you know what? It's, it's kind of a, a really cool multiple-purpose fastener for me because there's all the science and all the technology, which is bottomless. Trust me. Unbelievable amount of research that they put into these sure, things. Sure, Absolutely. And on top of it, you get them out of the, the package, and they're absolutely beautiful, which I've joked before. It's like jewelry for your right. car. And when we're building yeah. a, when we're, yeah, and when we're building a high-end car, it, there isn't anything else going on. It. I need, it's part of the criteria for right. me to have them lining the engine bay, not just on the engine, everywhere. Yeah. So right. you get all the strength, the durability, the reliability, and fantastic good looks. Sure. sure. Kind of like Jeff here. And without, yeah. and without peer. Without peer. <laughs> with, and you know what? Or pair. With, with, without peer. There's, no, there's nobody else Correct. that does that what is, they do. It is. So check them out at arp-bolts.com, and they can help you out. So now you're going to leave the SEMA magazine. Yep. And you're work working Boyd. over at Boyd. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. Were you now still doing freelance? Still doing freelance, um, still writing books on the side, you know, one a year. Um, and are these books mainly hot rod? Yeah, they're automotive style books, like History of Corvette or the History of Cobra or How to Chop Tops or things you like that. Do you have a website where someone can buy every one of these books? Mm, you can go, yeah, mostly on CarTech or yeah. Motorbooks. Yeah, CarTech yeah. probably. CarTech probably right. would yeah. be the best one. Yeah, but I love that. I love the process. I love the history. I love doing the research with Cam today down yeah. in the basement here at the Peterson. Yeah. Right. Looking right. at the a Peterson lot more work archives. than doing a magazine article. Yeah, how many pictures? They got 20 million photographs, did they say? Oh, it's more than You're that. You're going to be... It's, it's way a lot. more than that. It's a lot. It's, way it's more, more than, than we could count in an afternoon. Well, I mean... Probably. One, two, yeah. three, well, 4,897,000. Oh, well, get I, a cup of coffee. I, I've, <laughs> I've been doing, I've been doing uh, volunteer work and going through the archive. and Yeah. Look at what it is. Yeah, and it keeps going, Thacker, what's oh this? Oh, my gosh, what's this, that's mind-numbing. That? Yeah. Even but if the photos are cool. But it's no, fun. it's good fun. We've looked all sorts of cool stuff. I found a whole box full of NHRA safety safari and drag from the early 50s. Remember, you're talking to somebody with the library at home. so Which he's been contributing... You just gave me a bunch of sports car. Yeah. Sports car sports and car what was the other one? Sports car graphic car, and probably car life. Car life. Yes. Car life. Which I liked. Those car are great. Life. To me, car life was the road and track car. for the, oh, auto, street for life, the American street, cars. It's car life, yes. street life. No, car, car <laughs> He's got his own soundtrack. <laughs> 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 strums to that. So I, I sing like Car Steve does. Yeah. Oh, wow. Car, Car life was road Don't lower and track. yourself. <laughs> Car life was road and track for American cars. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I was, I was looking at it because there was a lot of muscle car tests, but then there was some sports car tests. And yes. They liked vets. Wow. Yep. They oh, were yeah. like every yeah. other issue's got a Obviously, obviously never that. drove one. Wow. <laughs> well, no, they said they drove them. No, they said they yes, drove they them. Did. I think they did. Back in the day. But good it, that yeah I would I would flip out to be yeah. looking at all those yeah. photographs and yeah. but then cool. you got to figure out who's in the picture and we're uh, trying to yeah yeah and they got older so you don't recognize them yes they don't uh, everybody looks like Wally Parks <laughs> everybody looks like well the tall ones do the they short do, ones know, don't look like Wally short hairs on the whole yeah pretty crazy but yeah. that, that, are there that any line. notes that accompany no, the photographs no, oh, very wow, very just, very little. No. Yeah. Sometimes it tells you the year or yes. maybe the place, but so but is this stuff like Eric Rickman shot? Yeah. Yeah. Bob DeLivo, all of those yeah. guys. Yeah. yeah. Amazing wow. photographs that we were thinking about. Okay. The quality is staggering. I, I went staggering. through. I went through an. I found an envelope in one of the boxes last time I was here. It said, this dear Wally. Bernard, yeah. It should have, should have said. <laughs> oh, pardon me. Rodents. Here's your uh, check. Bernard uh, Bernard Kaye, who was a photographer back in the '60s. Yeah. Right. I found French. the actual envelope of prints that he supplied he didn't want to write for sports car graphic there was a whole letter in there and then there was a deal where he had shown the starting grid for Le Mans 1966 oh, yeah so it was good prints from 1966 which have never never been aired yep. or been seen oh. and I pull them out of the envelope and I go like oh my god there's Ken Miles and Phil Hill oh, and yeah. so Gurney cool. and all yeah. these guys and I go like so cool hey, yeah, incredible stuff really amazing these. Hey, don't lose this. No, don't this lose is, this. This is important. But it was it was exactly the Ford versus Ferrari. It was that event. It showed yeah. all the cars. It showed all the guys. You know, so yeah. it was very Amazing cool. I didn't stuff. see any Carol Shelby, which I was yeah. deep. It's it's there. For. You just it's, you just have I to just, find you it. You have, have to, to dig down there. Get the loop. So I love wow. that part. I love that sure. process of digging out that stuff. I love the stories of everybody. You know what we yes. all did. Yes. Who influenced us? All of that stuff is great, and how that happened. You bet. 
You know, it's just amazing. Well, so, we were talking about uh, Jim McFarland. Jim McFarland yeah. passed away recently. Yeah. So he was a guy that, um, you know, some people didn't like him, but he yeah, was a Jim mentor was, to me. Was, me, me too. Did a lot he of great, great things. Yeah. I enjoyed working with him. He was yeah. at Edelbrock. He was a hot rod uh, yeah. editor. In fact, did I found it. photos of him with Gurney in the Gurney Westlake. Right. Did mm. a lot of the original, research. The original color prints of really? this together. And I go like, uh, don't lose this. Well, that'll yeah. be handy because I've got a... Yeah. I have a Gurney Westlake engine at the shop oh, that's going to be going in a car. Nice. Um, extremely cool. And it is a, um, it's still got the decals, beautiful decals on the breathers. It was assembled and built by Louis Unser. Oh, wow. Which nice. uh, was uh, yeah. really, really cool. Hmm? Recognize, uh, recognizable last name. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he did well himself before he got really sick. He won, yes, he he won uh, Pikes Peak twice or yeah. three times, yeah. two or three times. And uh, he had some physical ailments, but I Don't know. We he, all? Well, he. Uh, I think they were very. I don't know if it was Parkinson's. I can't remember what it was, but something that was very limiting. But he he went to engine building, mm-hmm. and uh, he yeah. was here in SoCal. He was very wow. good at doing it. Oh yeah. yeah. And uh, so really neat um, yeah, honor to have that motor. I mean, we got to do that. No that Indy Ford four cam motor in the mm-hmm. Martini Mustang, and that was a really neat opportunity. And that was a Lewis Meyer industry stamped yeah. motor. And so now this motor, uh, and it's complete from Weber's to Pan. Wow, wow. that's cool. Uh, really cool motor. piece. Bought it off of the wonderful people at Ed Pink Racing Engines. Oh, wow. okay. It was very kind of them. Say eBay. No, eBay. Not, not <laughs> the wonderful eBay. people at eBay. Really, <laughs> not eBay. That's but right. hey, we're doing uh, advertising. Stop it, boys. Stop okay, it. fine. That's okay, right. I, water. I almost <laughs> bought it on eBay, but yeah, I did not. But you bought it from E Pink. So, so now we're at Boyd's. Yeah, and, and that was a, that was a really good. How experience. long was Boyd's? Um, two, three, four years. Uh-huh. Um, but it was really interesting because I worked next to Chip, and um, nice. just watching Chip create stuff like that was just magical to oh, be able really to do when you don't have that t- yeah and it was good and then go downstairs and build the car because we were in that little office above mm-hmm. the shop yeah we could see what was being built yeah. downstairs to see and to go down and watch those guys and mostly swedish guys at the time um doing most of boyd's work and it was just incredible to go down there and watch them create something yeah. out of metal that he'd just You're drawn he, 10 minutes yeah, ago yeah. and boyd was as good he could go down there and you know work the lathe and well, make he was things. a great machinist yeah right? great he, machinist he was a machinist for disney he was a machinist for disney yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 scared me to death because he would always say oh take that car and go over there or take that car and go over there and it was frightening me to death because you know you're driving cars that you can't afford to crash. Oh, that's very true. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I do that all the time. Yeah, I know. It's really scary, isn't it? But then... It's anybody the, else's car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, right about then, Shapouris, um was launching the SoCal Speed Shop or relaunching the SoCal okay, Speed so Shop. Okay, so where was... So this was after he did PG3? Uh, yeah, he was. He left like SEMA. The, he worked at SEMA. Then he went up to Crestline and had a, a couple of businesses up there uh, that didn't really get off the ground. So he came back to Pomona and... Um, Licensed the SoCal brand from Alex Exidius. Okay, nice. who's yeah, buried nice. down here, right? I'm and just, just, and just, just, he's got his own slot. Just, yeah, just before that, he did the PG three, and yeah, that was with yeah. Jake. But nobody could say it. Like you couldn't say it. You couldn't say it. Nobody could pronounce it. So. PG three. Yeah, PC three G. G. Oh, that's right. It was yeah. the Peach Porous Group. The three. Yeah, whatever it was. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, it was a short-lived. Hard but it had pronounce. Simpsons purple coupe. Oh yeah, the Chevy yeah. coupe. I just found out where that is. I found some pictures oh, of the other um, day. Uh, it's North um, Illinois or somewhere yeah, I, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somewhere. Super cool yep. car. Yep. Nice. Yep. Ooh. I, I want to change change gears. No. I don't want to lose our. No. I, no. I don't want to no lose changing. Our, I understand the. Am I going? Am I out of here? No, but there's oh. something that you and I spoke about that I think is really fascinating because we, we talk about we this. This is this is you'll, you'll enjoy this. The situation is is that a lot of times when you are our age, because I'm mm-hmm. only a few years behind. Yeah. The situation is that you get burned out. Oh, yeah. And you talked about the fact that you were trying not to be negative on the mm-hmm. show, which you've not been. You've been good, quite sprightly. I enjoy that. That's good. good. But Thank the bottom you. line is that you get to a point where you do get burnout. Yeah. But you have been reborn. Absolutely, yeah. And, yeah. and what happened? Yeah. Well, I was very lucky because I'd okay. said to my wife. really fascinating. I'd said to my wife, I'm done. I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to do anything. There's nothing left that I when want to do. When was this? Ish. Uh, about two years ago. Two years ago, you're like. I've, I'm done. I, I've done the hot rod I've been, thing. Well, not even just the hot rod thing, you know, all sorts of things that, you know, traveling, all of those things. Okay. Done it, don't care. Could, okay. be, could well be in the ground now and I wouldn't mind. And then by pure luck, um, I've always liked 27Ts 
And a German friend of mine, Willie, called me up and said, you like 2070s? I said, yeah. He said, I just found one in a garage in Pasadena. Is this the little car it's that's up at Mix? Yeah. And they all thought it was a 2070. But when I looked at it's it, not. I thought, well, it is a 2070, but it's on a 32 chassis. chassis. And it was built in the 40s. The guy drove it in Pasadena, put it away in 1958. And it sat there until I got it two years ago. And I got it, restored it mechanically, paints just as it was. I love it. I drive it all the time. Yeah. It's just great. I see your posts on it. Yeah, You're enjoying the car. Absolutely love that little hot rod. It's a goofy little car. And people say, be nice when it's finished. Well, I go, it is finished. You know, but it's just a great little hot rod. So to sort of rediscover that love of those things and driving around California in an open roadster is it's magical. Again, it's that dream of coming to California. It's that California yeah. dream. Well, the, the change so theoretically is that instead of writing about everybody else's stuff, you're now enjoying your stuff. I'm enjoying my stuff. And yep. expressing your yep. own creativity. Yep. yep. And then um, when I was a kid mm. growing up, going to drag racing, um, some Americans came to England in 1964, and one of these little cars was called the Dos Palmas Machine Special. And it was built here in California, went to England, came back, went back again, and some English guys bought it, and they couldn't come to grips with a blown Chevy. They didn't know how to make that run. But an American guy called Wild Bill Weichelt got involved, and Bill made it run. And so in 1970, 71, and I have photographs of that car that I took when I was a kid. In England. In England. He ran it, and he set a land speed record, which still stands. He drove it through really? the streets of still London. Stands. Still stands. After wow. all these years. Drove it through the streets of London. I mean, did all sorts of crazy stuff with this car, and then disappeared. Because he was in the Air Force, I think, and he you know, probably got sent back, got on a plane, took the car with him. We never found out whether he paid for it or whatever. It just <laughs> He and the car <laughs> disappeared wow. until... 2015 and Ray Evanham, you know, the NASCAR TV yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, guy, sure, he's well. in a shop and there it sits. Wow. In the shop. So Ray bought it, went back to the original guys who were all still alive and had it restored for the 2015 California Hot Rod reunion. Cool. And then it kind of disappeared again a little bit and then Ray put it up for sale at Meekum and nobody bid on it because it's. You know, it's a little Chevy dragster. Nobody yeah, really cares that much. No, it's a cute little Chevy there's dragster. There's no heritage, no history, well, no there's big history. name. There's a lot of history on it. Right, but, but no big name even, attached. Yeah, no big right. name attached to it. Nobody remembers it over here. We remember right. it in England. And so this guy bought it because he felt sorry for it. And uh-huh. he, didn't, he didn't want it either. A nice guy called Chris Stroud. So he bought it. He didn't it. want it either. He didn't want it either. But he said, I felt sorry. Nobody was bidding. He said, so oh. I bought it. And uh, then he put on Facebook that he was ready to sell it. And my good buddy Jeff in England said, um, should we buy it? I said, shit, I don't know. Guy said he wants 50 grand for it. I said, I don't have 50 grand. He said, well, let's call him up. So we called him up, said, Chris, do you want to sell that car? And he goes, yeah. And we said, it's not worth 50 grand. He said, well, make me an offer. So we said, well, we'll pay you what you paid in the auction plus the fees. He goes, come get it. Cool. So we got it. And where where is it? It's back in mixed paint in Pomona. Oh, it's 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 here. Yeah, it's here. We got it running. I've been driving it. I go to Irwindale every Thursday for the Thursday Night Thunder races and practice. So it's still a race car. It's not a street legal car? No, it's a dragster. It's a front engine dragster. That's what I thought so. Yeah, it's a front engine dragster. So we got it running, and uh, we got it fired up and got it driving, and then we've been practicing push starts, and we're going to take it to uh, Steve Gibbs Nitro Revival in two weeks or three weeks. Very good. So cool. Yeah, it's great. We had Steve on the show. Oh, you did? Oh, he's great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He puts on, I worked for Steve. He was my boss for a little while at the Wally Parks Museum. Well, that's why I've been trying to go down this evolution of it. He's been everywhere. Yeah. Everybody. And he worked at the museum up in Washington. Yeah. There for a number of years too. Yeah. Yeah. Worked on that. But just going down the list quickly of who you've, Written for maybe not. Oh God! Been no. underneath the. You may not have been an employee. People have been of, underneath. You've We're written. We're going to talk about that as no, well. No, oh, no, no, no. Just like you've you've, you've <laughs> written for Hot Rod. Oh right? yeah, you've Hot written Rod. Yeah, for loads of magazines. Custom. You've yeah. written for Street Rider. Yeah. You've written for. Yeah. Yeah. Go, yeah, go like down camp. the line, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah. Almost everybody that is in that I could, market. I would say I can never hold down a job. So yeah, exactly. So we write for everybody. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But still do that. Still yeah. enjoy it because the, the stories are still cool, especially absolutely. because this guy Bill Weichelt, who disappeared in 1971, never found Bill. We found the car, never found Bill. And then last week, last my buddy, week. my buddy in England, says I got a call from somebody, and they were in the military with Bill, and here's his phone number. Wow. And he lives in Arizona. So he's alive. 
So I call the number and a lady answers. I said, I'm looking for Bill Whitechell. She said, well, we call him Skip, but he's here. Do you want to talk to him? Yeah. And I go, yeah, I want to talk to him. And I go, Bill, I've got your car. He goes, oh, that's great. And we had a great conversation oh, about so his cool. car and his time. So we're going to load it on the trailer and take it out to him. So what happened to him? Did, did oh, he just went off in He just went off in another world. You know, he went. He ran it at the '71 Nationals. I've got his entry, and then the car was way outdated by then, and wow. gas was over. You know, they went back to fuel, so right. the gas class was pretty well done by then. Right. So he just gave it up. Went and did something else, as people do sometimes. You know. Wow. Right. So those bits I love, and the guy who built the engine for the car and was the first driver of the car, I talk to him all the time. Arnold, he's alive. He's 85. Lives up in Paso Robles. And just great. And I called him up and said, can we put a bit of nitro in that thing? I said, because it doesn't cackle very well. It's on gas. He said, right. yeah, put 7% in it. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. So Which that's the next thing. Which is good with anything. 7%. 7% is good with anything, anything isn't it? Sure. Yeah. Put it in your yeah. truck. Put not? it in your truck. Put it in your whiskey. <laughs> Make it a ram. It's good. So yeah. those bits I love. You know, I just love finding those guys, getting their stories. It's like the story Well, it's of a treasure Brady. hunt. It's a, it is a treasure hunt. Absolutely. Yeah. And there's gold at the end of it. All, nearly Nothing. always, you know. So yeah. it's very cool. And they're always nice people. Always, never met anybody that wasn't a nice person. Until today. Until today. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd already met him, so I knew it was like yeah, I, knew right what I was getting is. into. There I'm a is. big disappointment. I've seen him, yeah. I've seen him play yeah. the guitar. He's <laughs> only so got four strings. He couldn't right. do the other two. Wow. Goes with the oh. hair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, sorry. I deserve it for something. Yeah. I you do. On your hair He's going to try and do that later. I Fair wouldn't enough. have slept there with him if I'd known he was the bass player. Well, Tony, it's been excellent to you. Thank you. I think we're good. Yeah, I think we're there. It's good. It's been awesome. Great. Never enough. Thank you so much. So uh, thanks again for being on. Uh, well, Car thanks Guy for all the cool writing, though, over the years. Yeah, all the good absolutely. stuff to read yep, about. Yep, yep. Uh, any new, like a new book you yeah, might I be got, putting I'm out? I'm working on two. I've got to get one finished for Christmas and one finished for March. One's, one's a book about topping, chopping tops. Yeah. Hence the, you know, yeah. I didn't sure, know not? that. Yeah, he chopped it. I didn't realize he chopped it. Yeah. He just told me how he did it. So it's great. There you go. And then a book called Hot Rod Mavericks. So all the guys that kind of made a difference, like Boyd, Pete and Jake, little nice. John Batera. Sure. So that should be good guys. fun. Yeah. Sure. Super again, guys. and those will be available. Oh yeah. Probably where would you find them? Well, again, uh, on the internet, Amazon will carry yeah. all of those. I yeah, suppose Car-Tech, that's the best Amazon. place. Car Tech, yeah, books. Auto books. Uh, auto books. Auto books. Yeah, in Burbank. Yeah. You pick. Yeah. Do you know that's the. That's the only, there's only two automotive books left in America, bookstores. Yeah, that that's one, one, one in two. Detroit, Pastimers. That's it. All the others Crazy. are gone. Crazy. Crazy stuff. Yeah. Crazy. Sorry about thank that. Thank you, guys. Well, thank, thank you, you Tony. Well, thanks, thanks for being oh, on great. Car thank Guy Confessions. Appreciate it very yeah, much. It really thanks good. to uh, ARP, ARP yeah. Dash Bowl. So and the Peterson operation. Museum. Uh, all wonderful. And yeah. thank you. And we'll uh, do this some more.